Well, hey you, hello there, every person everywhere. Well, hello, 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 everybody. My name is Lynn. I am the host for Every Person Everywhere, and this is stuff that you can relate to, hopefully. And today, I want to talk about a different kind of journey that some people may take, and I want this episode to be sort of my reflections on my experiences and also, like, I don't know, just hopefully helping somebody out today, whoever needs to hear this the most. There is always a light at the end of the tunnel, even if you can't see it. There is always hope. All you need to do is get a good support network, keep breathing, keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I say that because of just the state of affairs in the world around me that I've seen recently. So I'm going to take a big breath because I am actually uh, physically sick. So as I sit here in traffic, waiting for my light to change to get to my next patient in a busy day, I've been using this time on the road to reflect on just the state of affairs that the world is in mentally. One in four adults, closer now to one in three adults, have a psychiatric illness that is clinically diagnosed or diagnosable that they struggle with or just overall live with. And especially with COVID, it's brought out a lot in people. People that were so used to having their life a specific way and having to recalibrate all of it, myself included, nobody has been exempt from this, really. It's affected everybody. So... (laughs) I might be sniffling now because my partner brought home a cold from work, which happens. It's understandable. Both of us work with vulnerable populations. Hers at the beginning of life, mine towards the end of life. And the world just is, it seems to be very sad to me right now. It's weird because for the first time in a while, maybe, maybe it's set up this way on purpose that it seems like everybody around me is suffering and I'm actually doing okay for once. And I hope that that is something that you can relate to as well. It's not a great place to be because you end up feeling bad or feeling guilty for these people and for that which you can't change. But there's several people walking around with cardboard signs that are homeless, that are struggling to find food and shelter here on these very streets in Pennsylvania in our capital city. There are a plethora of people right now that are hurting, that are lost. Just since I started my my day today, I saw two workshops pop up on my LinkedIn profile about dealing with depression. I saw another link pop up on Reddit about how to put on your own protective personal equipment, how to put on your own oxygen mask and help yourself when you're not feeling great because ultimately in healthcare especially they always say first do no harm right well if you are not helping yourself then invariably you're going to do harm because you're not in the best space you can be to provide care to your patients and worse than that you're not taking care of yourself you're forgetting your own basic needs you're forgetting to put on your own oxygen mask Also on Reddit, I saw that a nurse was caught up in some twisted games with a co-worker out in Los Angeles, and in the break room in front of one of his co-workers, he completed suicide.
he was not the only person struggling with depression in this facility, and the shame and PTSD will now remain in the hearts and minds of those that knew him. The could've, would've, should've. If I could've or should've or would've just reached out to him. As somebody who's lost a friend to the completion of suicide, you always have those doubts, and it's important to not squelch them or disarray them or pretend they don't exist, even worse. Just because you ignore the pain doesn't mean that it's not there. Just like Chester Bennington said before he completed suicide, frontman from Lincoln Park, just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it isn't there. It's always there. And like I said in my podcast before, your suffering will follow you wherever you go in this world. So what are you going to do differently to take care of it? Several of my close friends are very sad right now because of just situations that life has put them through. One of my friends told me that they were thinking about what it would be like to be erased. And that's not a comfortable thought or conversation to have. Ever. That's never a good place to be, is thinking about what life on the other side is like before it's your time to get to whatever that might be. The world is very, very disparaged right now, and it seems to me as though sadness is looming around every single corner, and there seems to be very little rest or repose for a lot of individuals. There's more people than not that feel like they simply cannot and will not be able to catch a break. And that's an awful feeling, too. So, my question therein naturally becomes, what can we do about it? Who can we talk to? Why would we want to talk to? How do we approach this uncomfortable gray area? Well... First and foremost, every time anybody says that they are struggling, be it physically or mentally, take them seriously. Because you never know what is really going on unless you are them. You are in their shoes. Just by you staying on the phone for a couple of extra minutes with them today, that could be a world of difference. Just by you calling for help for them when they are feeling too weak to do it themselves. That can be all of the difference. And sometimes, unfortunately, it can feel very much like life or death while we're at it. So yeah, it's not a great place to be is when you're hurt psychologically. Because, you know, if you fall and you twist your ankle, you can go and get an an x-ray and find out what's wrong with your ankle. You can go and get physical medicine, and it's very readily accessible. But with the state of psychiatry and psychology right now, it's a lot harder to put words on and see sadness and depression and issues like that. It's harder to acknowledge a light at the end of the tunnel for so, so many people, so, so often, because there's nothing there physically. I mean, sure, we have enough evidence now that MRIs are functionally different and change, but that's it. Like, we don't have much to go off of. 
So step one, when somebody feels sad, yourself or otherwise, take it seriously. The second step, really, to getting better psychologically is, of course, admitting when something isn't right. You know, every condition ever, physical or psychological, has ever been met with regret over inaction, not action. People never regret the actions they take. They regret the ones they don't. And this is especially true if you are struggling psychologically or physically or both. Just by ignoring it, you're making it worse. So, yeah, there was there was a concrete example that I had. Oh, yeah, well, several, really. Most times when I work with somebody who's on hospice or like end stage of a disease it's because when the first signs had arisen that they had cancer or depression or kidney failure or whatever it was they chose to ignore it instead of getting help getting told what's wrong by somebody who's not you is never a great feeling but is it ever an important one because you could be compromising so much time spent getting better, staying better, by not choosing to act. So admit that something is wrong when something is wrong, and then do something about it. Start looking out for resources. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your loved one. Find a therapist, whatever it is. <laughs> Just know that you're not alone, whatever you're feeling. So, of course, you might be thinking and wondering, what authority do I have to say in my perfect, cushioned, gaudy world, like, what backs my ability to say this? It's more than just the fact that I went to school for it. It is the fact that... I am so invested in the world of psychology and psychiatry because I'm living it myself. My cushioned, gaudy, white-privileged, and secure world only exists now because I took actions to make it that way. I didn't idle by and waste away waiting for a better day. I knew that if I didn't do something, when I did that something... I would be poor, I'd be broke, I'd be homeless, I could be in a coffin. I really don't know and I really don't want to find out. But the hardest part of my journey in finding wellness and getting better was, exactly as I said, <clears throat> acknowledging that something was wrong, acknowledging that I can't do this on my own, and not being afraid to speak up and get the help that I needed. And you can too. This world might seem desperate and broken, but things will always work out on the other side. And yes, you can be in a funk for multiple years sometimes, or maybe just a couple of weeks. But even in that funk, even when you're at your worst moments and worst of days, you may notice that there's still something going on to look forward to. There is still some part of you that is very alive and very hopeful for the future and praying and waiting for a better day. So taking action really then ends up being the only justifiable cause, the only justifiable solution in this 
situation. It's to keep doing well. It's to keep getting better. To get better and better. To keep working towards whatever that day is. You're nearly there. Keep going. There are so many mental health resources that are out there that are available. And I don't want to beat a dead horse or regurgitate, but... I do have to say this, that the amount of clarity that we have had in recent years regarding mental health has been amazing. If you look at Grammys and Emmys and Oscars and Tonys, you look at these awards, I would say, whereas a decade ago, maybe 30% of these awards were won by something relating to health and wellness... I would say now more like 75 plus percent of things now are related to health and wellness. Like, think about it. You look at driver's seat, that's about depression. You look at see you again, that's about PTSD effectively. You look at Bo Burnham winning an award for Inside, he's talking directly about his anxiety and depression in that. You look at any major box office film that isn't just like an action film, it usually has undertones of psychological illness thrown in there for our viewing pleasure to bring awareness. We live in an age of access and resource and wonder, and it would behoove us to do something about it. I said this to my friend recently who told me that they had thoughts of what it would be like to just be erased. The next time I see you in person, I want to see you alive, breathing, smiling, and as well as you can be. I don't expect you to be perfect, but I do expect to see you. I don't want the next time I see you to be standing over a stone or over a box, wearing all black, feeling sorry for myself and asking those could've, should've, would'ves. And I say this with love because I've been there myself, realizing that nobody wants to see me especially as young as I am, but regardless of what age I am, nobody wants to see me for their next time, and probably their last time, in a bag, in a box, or underground, or scattered in ash form around the countryside, you know? There's always something to smile for and live for. It may feel horrible right now, but there's always something, so please, just reach out, just talk to somebody. If you have questions, comments, concerns of your own while you're listening to this as the listener, I implore you as well, reach out to me. If you have my contact details, just send me a message. Show me a sign that you're there, that you're listening, because I'm listening to you. Continue fighting the good fight. Continue to do all that life truly expects of you. And... Get out of life everything that you expect from it. Please do not be the next victim to this epidemic of mental health if you can help it. Do not be afraid to reach out and get help. Ever. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you all stay very well, very safe, and have very beautiful, lovely days out there in the world, wherever you are. Till then. To this I add, my beautiful, sacred, and loving, compassionate silence.